guys. How's everybody today? Hope all is well. Uh, we have a, a special show for you today, uh, an interview, and I'm sorry our friend Brooke couldn't, couldn't make it today just due to scheduling difficulties, but um, we definitely have her here in spirit and we appreciate her understanding that uh, due to time constraints and schedules and stuff, we, we had to uh, get this podcast done. But with that being said, we have an awesome guest to interview today. Uh, her name is Kelly Madara, and she is a life coach, among other things, uh, who works out of uh, another state, but incorporates a lot of spirituality into her practice when she is working with individuals. Her background is pretty impressive in not only all of the modalities and um tasks that she does, the different jobs that she does, among being a writer, uh, a healer, a counselor, if you will, a life coach, um, an overall extremely positive individual who has a really, really interesting, cool background where she brings in a lot of experience to her clients and helps them uh, achieve whatever it is they're looking for. So without further ado, Welcome, Kelly. Thank you. You are welcome. And thank you so much for joining us today. If you would not, if you would not mind, how do you pronounce your last name? Oh, yeah, of course. Madera. Madera. Beautiful. Yes. So I have run into Kelly on Instagram is where I initially found her. And just watching some of your videos and your positivity and some of the stuff that you're trying to do, it really touched me in a way that I felt it was very, I, I would do, I just wanted to have you on the show and just kind of get a feel for, uh, for you to elaborate more on what it is that you do and how you incorporate that positivity into your life. Please tell me a little bit about your background. Oh gosh, my background, of course. So, I mean, I think like most entrepreneurial people, I've had a very, uh, I mean, I've had many paths in my career and what I've done. I actually, I mean, I went, I've been working in fashion, I've worked in tech, I've, I've really lived, you know, New York, San Francisco, LA, Europe, and in all of these wow. places, I'd say that the common theme between all of my jobs and careers that I've had that I still have, a multi-hyphenate is how I would define myself. I'd say that the common thread through it all has really been writing. And, you know, as I got older and as I became more established, I would say that mental health and spirituality also became a huge jumping off point for me and, and in my career. And so I've done all kinds of things in all different kinds of industries. And Right now, you know, I'm still very much a multi-hyphenate person. I'm, I have a copywriting business. I am a life coach. I just finished writing my first book, which is really exciting. It's kind of a memoir about my path. So wow. people can hopefully get this soon. And I mean, and, and thank you for all of your kind words. And, and I just want to say thank you so much for having me here. I'm really honored to get to talk to you and to meet you. And, you know, for all the kind words you said about my Instagram and, and everything I'm building there with that audience and that platform is your response to it is exactly what I'm trying to share with people. So 
honestly, I'm just, I'm so grateful to be here. It is absolutely our pleasure. Thank you. And you are very welcome. For, um, yeah, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so let me just throw out there a little bit. So Kelly on Instagram can be found at Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y-M, Madeira, M-A-D-E-R-A. Uh, on, and on Instagram, I'm sorry, and on TikTok, it's the same? Yes, same. Just easier. Yes. Awesome. I do love the consistency. I was work, looking through some of your, um, your website, your, uh, your TikTok and your Instagram. I don't have TikTok, but what I could see from, from the public view, um, do love the consistency of what you have. You actually are teaching me a little bit because I got to be honest with you. I'm not the greatest that got that kind of stuff. Hey, if you want branding, I'm copywriting Queens. Let me know, Chris. I'm oh. here for Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. So I will say one of the, now, how, if you don't mind me asking, how do you incorporate the spirituality into like, okay, the life coaching is that, how do you incorporate that in there? Or how do you tie this all together? If I may ask? Yes. Yeah. So life coaching specifically, that's such a great question. So for me, I really, so most of the people I work with are women. Uh, no, I'm open to men too. It just happens to be my audience is mostly women. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, it's kind of a range from Gen Z women in their, you know, early mid twenties to millennials who are in their late twenties, early mid thirties. Yep. And I'd say a lot of them, you know, what's the most common theme that I hear them struggling with or questioning is really just one, self-acceptance, and two, I mean, I really think that's, you know, I could say a second one, but I really think that's the main encompassing one because that encompasses so many things. It encompasses believing in yourself. It encompasses, you know, how to confidence. It encompasses really just owning yourself, your past, which is a difficult thing, and the store and your story. And when you try to not deal with certain parts of your life, whether they be past, present, etc., it really cuts you up from different parts of yourself. And in terms of spirituality, for me, I'm a very spiritual person. So I really, what I've noticed has really helped me in my career, life, relationships, everything, is my relationship with the universe and my own practice of meditation. I believe in crystals. I believe, I mean, I read spiritual literature. I mean, I'm very it's a relationship like any other. And the more time you spend developing it, the more I think this self-acceptance, self-belief that everything happens for a reason. It's not happening to you, it's happening for you. And really with my clients, helping them reframe the way they think about them, their life or themselves. And a lot of that is for me, and this is what I share with my clients, is cultivating a deeper spiritual practice with the universe whether it be through journaling, meditation, something that brings you back to the fact that you are not alone and you can do this, like, you know? And I think people who don't have this, this deeper belief, it's so easy to get sidetracked. It's so easy to not stay committed to your goals. Mm -hmm. and, but when you have this, this deeper belief that, that's out there and supporting you, for me personally and for my clients, I, they would say it's, it's so comforting. I completely agree with you. It's something that I hear from a lot of the people that I work with as well. 
um, being you being a life coach, having that somebody that you can just bounce some ideas off of, be there that support staff that they need at that time of need to help pick them up and kind of redirect them back on the course, you know, because it is so easy to get off. Um, and I and and you have such an amazing personality to do that kind of stuff. So it 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 is no shock to me that you are doing what you are doing and being the positive speaker that you are. Speaking of positivity and speaking, I know you just started up your own podcast, right? Oh my gosh, I have announced it, but yes, it hasn't been uh, it hasn't been released yet, but a, I need to interview you for this, by the way. But yes, I am. I, I've recorded a few episodes. I'm actually doing my first interview tomorrow with someone that I think is a really interesting person, much like yourself. But yes, I, I have. Thank you. You're welcome. Is that okay that we talk about that on here? Yes, of okay. course. I, I hope by the time this is released, that will be out. So very exciting. Awesome. Well, I'm excited for you. When I saw that you were doing that, um, you're, you, you know, you definitely have a voice and hopefully everyone in the audience here and our audience has grown and hopefully you, all of you audience members will begin to understand, uh, some of the stuff that Kelly has to offer you. In addition to the, the messages that she has on her podcast and the way that she engages with people from what I can tell and what I have seen you kind of get hooked in. She's got that, she's got that soul. She's got that way of talking to you. That's so positive and so needed too in this, in today's world that it definitely just hooks you in. And it's a refreshing voice that I've seen, um, on any, and all the platforms that she's on to come across her. So it, as we said, it's great to have her here now. So spirituality, because this is a spiritual podcast and we talk about the essential process and how people are going about that. Was there ever, was there one incident that kind of led you in the direction of that spirit? You know, a lot of us have had like these darker moments that kind of like propelled us into it. Was there, was there, did you have an awakening situation like that or was it just... Oh. Yes, absolutely. I, you know, and it's not that, it was probably a year ago, actually, a little over wow. a year ago. Yeah. So this is, you know, and I, I think I've always been open to it in some way, but I had a lot of resistance to it, I think, as most people do in the beginning yes. of their spiritual journey. And so a little over a year ago, I was living in Berlin and I had in a 200 square foot apartment and I was locked down in the pandemic and it was it was very isolating and I really a lot now I've always spent time with myself I've always had a meditation practice but I'd say my my self-care then was very much about okay let's just method do this like okay mm. let's meditate for 20 minutes and set a timer or let's work out for 45 minutes and set a timer let's journal for 10 minutes and set a timer I mean it was very I wasn't being intuitive I wasn't really in my full power I was doing all these things to kind of check off lists in my mind but I wasn't really fully embracing all that they had to offer so when I was in Berlin, spending a lot of time by myself in a very, I mean, it's a foreign country. I'm mm -hmm. from California. So there was a nine hour time difference between me and most of my closest relationships. 
And I really had a lot of time and space to think, to be with myself and to really question, you know, you know what is what is the meaning of all of this? I was very lonely. I was, I was very, I was lost in a way because I didn't understand, you know, one, why am I in Berlin? Two, what is, what is the point of life? I mean, it, it really became a dark hole, like what you said. And I, you know, my mental health definitely began to spiral. And ironically, a girlfriend of mine had started a podcast around this time and I just started listening to it, one, as just a way to support her. And two, I just was like, you know, it's something about spirituality, who knows, like maybe it'll be interesting. And Chris, it literally changed my life. I mean, she wow. was really a beacon of light in this time of, of isolation. I mean, everyone was isolated. So I don't want to be like, oh, mine was worse than someone else's. But I was, I was really far away and I was really alone. And I just started listening to what she was saying about, you know, her own practices, her own the way she was living her life. And I just thought to myself, oh my gosh, this is what I need. This is exactly what I need to do. Mm. And since then, I mean, it was, now I'm someone where I can easily make, I think, changes to myself and to my life pretty quickly and kind of redirect. And so I've just gone I'm an extremist. So I just went full extreme with it. And, you know, here we are today, a year later, and, you know, obviously it has deepened over this time and it continues to grow. No doubt. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely. And it, and it will, no doubt. It's uh, it is a rabbit hole that just doesn't seem to have an ending, but it's so much fun. The more you do get into it, the more that you do. Do you now, please forgive my ignorance on this because I'm going to, and I'm going to ask this out of ignorance, but is there, now I channel, is there anything, do you, is that anything in your repertoire at the moment? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, just think you're like, where did this come from? I mean, yeah, 100%. I mean, I think it's, it's really fascinating between fascinating or between channeling and asking for signs like yes. talking in the verse like here's a very specific sign. i mean and having that shown to you or not shown to you i mean i see signs in everything and when it comes to channeling i think it's really i this is something i've always done and i just have never called it that until a girlfriend of mine who's also very spiritual like us said you realize you're you're channeling right now and i said what wow what what do you mean and then she further explained it to me. And I thought, that's what that is. Okay. Yeah. So that was kind of my, it's just, it's interesting. It's all these things with spirituality or things that I've kind of always done, but I didn't have a name for what they were, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yes, it does. Because I run into a lot of people that do that and I feel like are so connected that don't know it. So that is amazing. Oh my gosh. Now, when you say that you've had a meditation practice for so long, like when did that start? Yes. So this started when I had my first, or I'll just call it, I mean, it's a panic attack if we want to call it that. But for me, it was really a mental breakdown in a lot of ways because mm. I, I couldn't get out of bed. I mean, and I've never been in a position in my life where I couldn't just go on or kind of force my way through things. Very bullish, like I said, very extreme, very just going for it. And I was in a space where 
I had, you know, I, I ended a serious relationship. I moved across the country. I, you know, I started a new job. It was just so much stress, I think, that had built up over an extended amount of years slash life. And I found myself stuck in bed. I had tingly hands. I felt nauseous. I thought I had diabetes or cancer. I mean, I really did. Mm. I went in, I was getting blood tests. I was trying to figure out what was wrong with me. And my doctor sits me down and says, you don't have anything wrong. What you have is anxiety. And as someone who'd been in therapy, weekly therapy for four years at this point, I said, no, I don't. I mean, I'm in therapy. That, that would have come up. No one has ever told me that. Mm. And he's like, well, this is what you have. And I think you should you know, see a, a CBT therapist, a cognitive behavioral therapist. So I start, you know, and that was a tough pill to swallow because uh, yeah. up until this point, I had never thought I was an anxious person. I thought anxious people were, again, a stereotype. I thought, oh, these are people that are really shy or like very like, like to make themselves small. I didn't see that my, you know, constant ruminating of thoughts, my inability to relax, my inability to, Chris, even take a deep breath that went all the way down through my lungs. I didn't see any of this. I'd gotten so wow. used to living in a state of survival that I didn't realize that, oh, <laughs> this is actually not how I am. This is not who I am. This is just anxiety. Yeah. So I started going to the therapist and she started saying that, you know, you really need to start meditating. Like, this is really something you need to start doing. And I said, okay. I'll try it. So I try, I downloaded Headspace. I did. I tried to do it, and I would feel nauseous. Like I would feel flushed. Like I would feel hot flashes. It, it would just. And I went back to her and I said, I can't do it. It, it makes me. It makes me feel nauseous or like I'm having a, a panic attack again. Uh -huh. And she said, Kelly, you feel that way all the time. You just distract oh. yourself so you don't know it. Wow. And she said that to me. And it was, it was so profound because I didn't realize again, that I wasn't connecting the dots that this is my constant state. I just thought that is just how I am as a person. And I just thought, oh my God, I, how did it get like this? I, have I always been this way? I mean, it just, it just became, I was 28 at the time and it just became this, wow, okay. I really need to start doing this. And, you know, I would try to start meditating. I would do it off and on. But I think the thing that happened that really made me stick to it in a daily way is that I realized how connected my emotional well being and my physical self was. From I'd get all kinds of strep throat growing up, I'd get tonsillitis. And then in this period of I, whatever, I lost my job, more stress. I wasn't really using my voice. I got yes. tonsillitis. Mm -hmm. I got acne all over my face. And I just remember looking in the mirror and thinking, I am doing this to myself. I know, I can't explain how I know this, but I know that I am. And the fact that I'm doing this to myself means that I can take myself out of this. I have chills, by the way. Like, Amen. Yes. And Yes. So this was, gosh, maybe two and a half years ago where, when I had this moment and I just, I committed to it. I committed every day. This is as important as working out. This is important as eating a healthy meal. This is the most important thing on top of everything. And even now it's the first, when, first thing I do when I wake up 
is do that. And cool. And I went from, you know, not even being able to do two minutes to now, you know, and not like it's a competition, but just to show like my growth, like 30 minutes of, of sitting with myself, doing visualizations, doing just, you know, connecting with the, I mean, it's, it's really, it has changed my life in, in ways that I think it's, as a writer, it's even hard for me to fully underscore. Well, I totally understand that. And what is so amazing is the amount of not only growth, but power in choice that you exemplify in the, in that story, how powerful we are simply by deciding to make the change in our life, but then to actually move in that direction and do it. It's, it's like, wow, that just, it melts your heart. It, it, it invigorates energy. I feel within myself, hopefully within the audience as well to hear, you know, someone hold on to that power, assume it in all of its glory. And then, you know, make the changes that they needed to be so inspirational as you are. So thank you. Wow. For wow. That. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, yeah. it, anyone can do it. I'm not special. I mean, right. We're all special. We all have anything we want to create for ourselves. We have the power to do it. I fully believe that. Absolutely. We had another gentleman on a few months ago named Michael, who is went through a very similar process that you're explaining. And he is now in a situation where he is manifesting things on a regular. It's, it, he, call, he calls me and it's, it's amazing to listen to his stories and the, some of the stuff that he shares. Now, is manifesting something that you're into and trying to, is that something that you cognitively get into or consciously, I'm sorry. Yes. Oh my gosh. Manifesting. I mean, this is, this is to me, another pillar of a spiritual practice. This is another way of learning how to communicate with the universe and just let go. I think letting go and not trying to like control everything. Hello, anxious. (laughs) I know how you all feel all the time, but really letting go is people think, oh, controlling things and doing all this stuff is hard. No, this is kind of a default setting for many people, but the letting go and the manifestation, yes. I mean, that's an extension, I would say, of my spirituality. Yes. I have to thank you too for your just brutal honesty and sharing all of this. I think, I feel like it's so helpful to everyone out there that, you know, we can express ourselves and, and not be fearful of anything really you let yourself go in 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 all of its full feel full beauty knowing that we are all just divine people here to serve a tremendous purpose like i appreciate that immensely thank you oh my gosh thank you thank you for saying that so much more of that to come in my book i mean it's really i mean i went from being i'm not kidding i had perfect skin my whole life i got cystic acne everywhere I had, I was agoraphobic, which for people who don't know, that means that you become anxious about leaving your house. So you like try wow. to do everything to not leave your apartment. I had panic attacks multiple times a day, every day. I mean, for a long time. And if anyone, and this is what I believe everyone is capable of. The mm-hmm. thing I want to help do to serve in life coaching and all this is to say, you don't have to have a mental breakdown like I did before you seek help or before you seek ways to really support yourself. And then that's really the message that I want to 
want to get out there. I mean, it doesn't have to get to like the darkest, deepest space in order to really have a meaningful impact. So, so you're trying to cut them off before they get there, which is a beautiful idea. Yeah, preventative, did... not reactive. Love that. That's yeah. such a beautiful approach. To come to that point, was it through your own experiences or like, tell me about how you started to develop this kind of mindset of, okay, how can I hit people before they get to that point? Yeah, I mean, I think a large part of that, I mean, and this kind of stems to the way I think about a lot of things. I mean, I think about especially our healthcare system, which, you know, I, I was spending, I mean, Chris, I mean, I, I would go to the ER thinking I had a panic attack, or thinking it was a heart attack, but I was having a panic attack. I would go to the ER, the ER went now, again, this is a little brutal honesty. I, I thought I was having like some sort of like feminine reproductive problem, but it wasn't. I mean, and I spent so much money on this stuff that was just ridiculous. And I had tonsillitis. Like I said, I had strep throat for teenage years, all through my twenties. And I'd go to the same doctor over and over and no one would ever think about this deeply and say, hmm, why is this otherwise very healthy young woman constantly getting strep throat? Like there wasn't, it was reactive. It was, oh, let's give you pills. Let's give you, and I'm allergic to penicillin, which is mm. the like number one thing to cure strep throat. So they would give me like a pill, amoxicillin or something that like wasn't nearly as effective. And I'd have to take it for so much longer. I mean, it was, it would have all these weird side effects and it was just, I can't even tell you the amount of times I did that. And there wasn't one person along this way that was like, let's look at a deeper issue. Like, I think something deeper is going on with you. And for me, once I, you know, had a mental breakdown, started meditating, started really sitting with myself and realizing I'm doing this to myself. Yes, there is external stress in my life. Everyone has this you know, to varying degrees, it's inescapable and it's not changing, but we, what we can only control is how we respond to it. And my response was, you know, at one point, very, I, I don't want to say the word emotional, because I think being emotional is a good thing, but it was so viscerally like destructive to my own well-being that I thought, you know, this just, there needs to be another way. And so for me, this preventative measure of everyone should be meditating. And no, I don't want to use the word should, but I think, you know, everyone that develops a meditation practice, no matter where they're at in their life, will see the benefit. Yeah. Everyone that develops a spiritual practice in their life, no matter where they're at, will see the benefit. It's not, oh, let's wait for everything to break down and things to go terribly wrong before we seek help, which I think is how, I mean, tell, I'd actually be interested to hear your thoughts on that which is how I think our traditional healthcare system is. We have talked about that, Brooke and I, much on our show, how to establish a routine before you get there, to have already a buildup of go-tos, if you will, that you can use when the time goes down, you're already kind of prepared for it. Yes, both uh, mon or mantras, meditations, uh, exercises, whatever it is that, that you gravitate to, preferably meditation, that's something that I am a huge proponent of. But if it isn't, what else can we go to? And mantras and, and exercise are absolutely included in that. I'm curious though, because another thing that I do 
uh, at least I have uh, suggested to people is to have at least one particular go-to. So I have one meditation that I use before. And like, I'll go into a meditation and I have this white light meditation to where I fill my body with light. And I do that every single time, even before I do another meditation. So I start there and then I move into my, to maybe another meditation that I wanted to do that day. Do you have, and you don't have to tell us what it is, a go-to, something that you usually do on a regular basis, like one particular meditation that you use or a particular mantra? Like, do you have a set already? That's such a good question. And thank you for sharing yours. I, so for me, you know, it's interesting. I used to have one that I did. And it, it was one where I really kind of went through to my root chakra and really used a grounding cord and connected my grounding cord down through the core of the earth. And then I kind of went up through all the chakras and, and I landed on my crown chakra, which I connected to a sun with my name on it that, wow. that I, you know, pricked and then had all like the glittery golden energy flow through me. You know, I used to do that every single morning and very recently, I'd say in the last month, I decided to switch things up. I just <laughs> felt the need to. So now I'm kind of cycling through different different meditations. And I, I, I guess you could say I'm, I'm shopping and I'm kind of looking for what mm -hmm. my new daily one is going to be. And I'm trying different ones out. You know, I right now I'm trying out several that are more, I'd say, mantra based, like mm -hmm. Sa ta na mm. or ekankar sat nam prasad sat nam prasad ekankar, which mm. is you know, and these are that's again, I think a development of my own practice where it's just adding more layers. Yep. But yeah, love the fact that you said that you're developing your own layers and your own practice because that i feel so important for people to make it their own to get something that they like but then expand on it in, in experiencing other different uh, other aspects that they would like to incorporate into their own practice to make it their own absolutely and this yeah. whole you know because what works for one person doesn't always work for someone else and i think it's and this is where intuition, right? And, and being True. in touch with yourself really comes in because you'll know what is best for you if you're really paying attention. Exactly. Now you say the universe a lot, and I love that. <laughs> may, I, <laughs> may I ask you a question though, in that, do you ever call in um, other beings like ascendant masters or archangels? Are, are they ever beings that you use or? Oh. I, you know, I don't, what I, I'd love to hear more about that and your, and your own practice with that. Oh yeah. So, I mean, well, you know, I said that I'm a channeler earlier and I channel a lot of ascended masters who are beings that are here to help all of humanity ascend. Um, my first one, if you look over my shoulder here, there, Anubis, the Egyptian God of the dead yeah. is yeah, he is amazing. He's the first Ascendant Master that ever showed himself to me. And yeah, amazing. Like saw him full on right in front of me. Amazing. And didn't even know who he was, to be honest with you. He showed himself. And from that moment on, actually, it took me a little while because I didn't know who he was. I don't want to make this about me. Didn't know who he was. 
telling, I was in the middle of uh, telling a friend about it, actually my cousin saying, man, I had this experience, this being showed himself to me. I don't even know if he's low vibrational or high vibrational, but I told my cousin who he looked like, and he goes, oh, no, that's Anubis I think you're talking about. I looked him up, and sure enough, that's exactly what it was. And uh, yeah, he's been such a tremendous help to me ever since and comes in quite frequently. Wait, that is, I mean, that's amazing because I... You know, and this is this is kind of that similar thing that I shared where, oh, I didn't know what this was. And then I say it and then, you know, a friend or in your case, your cousin says, oh, that's actually so and so. And, you know, I find so and and just I guess I just want to understand our ascendants. Are they is this the same as spirit guides or is this something different to you? So to me, that's a little different. Uh, yeah. Ascendant masters like guides. We all have guides in all these yeah. different realms. Archangel, we have Archangel guides, Ascendant Master guides. Yeah. Uh, and then regular guides who are with us at every moment of every day. But then there are some other guides, like some of our Archangel guides and some of our Ascendant Master guides, who are with us at times, but maybe not necessarily every moment of every day. Okay. Okay. So That's what I thought. I just wanted to make, to be clear in my yeah. own mind. Yeah. I'll give you a mantra that I that I have had tremendous success with in, in how Anubis showed himself to me. Yes, please. I haven't yeah. had an ascended master show themselves to me yet. And I can't promise they would. I, I wouldn't say they wouldn't, but I don't want you to go in there with expectations. Yeah, no, let it go. Let it go. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Uh, reveal thyself. Ooh. Reveal thyself. And, I, and now I will tell all of you, when I started to use that, it's, it's actually, it's a mantra that I give people in my course, but um, it is something that I recommend saying a lot. Uh, it's not, it, it took, it took me a couple, couple weeks, maybe even a little over a month to really get it to happen. But I would just go in, reveal thyself, reveal, and, and throughout the day, I would say that many times, reveal thyself reveal thyself. And I'll be straight with you. When I first started it, I didn't even know why I was saying it. It was just something that was given to me. It and, channeled it. Yeah. And it stuck with me and I just said it and stuff started to happen. And now every time I say it, a new ascendant master reveals themselves to me. A new one? Wait, so how many have you seen? <laughs> uh, let me think. Anubis, Enoch, didn't even know who Enoch was, Jesus, who I didn't even believe in. Um, wow. Yeah, Mother Mary, Ganesh. Oh, Ganesh. Yes, yes. I know who that one is. Yes. Paravati, Amaterasu. Um, trying wow. to think. Yeah, it's, it's a bunch of, oh, Mother Mary. I don't know if I said her already. Uh, yeah, I'm actually working right now on trying to get a few more of the Egyptian, um, ascendant masters like, uh, Isis, um, oh, Horus, Ra. Yeah. So I'm trying to get a little bit more of them, but obviously I'm open. So yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes, but it, it but it's a, something that I say a lot. Um, and I'll go through periods. Like sometimes I'll say it. And then someone will appear themselves to or show themselves to me and then I'll stop for a bit. 
I'll work with that Ascendant Master for a while. And then over a little bit of time, I'll start saying it again and have and see if another one will present themselves. But they don't present themselves in due time, you know. I mean, I think it's so it's so fascinating. I did my first hypnotherapy session maybe in December of 2020. So I don't know what that is, nine months ago, 10 months ago now. Mm-hmm. And it was. I mean, I literally, I kind of, I guess, just thought my third eye was always open, but then I do this and I'm, and I start seeing all of these figures. And to be honest, I was just like, what is this? I mean, it's like all these African animals and it was just, yeah. And I don't really know what it means. I was trying to search or talk to my hypnotherapist about it. She was like, oh, maybe they're just spirits in the area or like maybe this, that, and the other. But I, you know, when I was doing hypnotherapy on a really regular basis, I felt that they were so much more vivid, these, these visions. And I haven't experienced that on my own. I think that was something I needed to be guided in for whatever reason. So hearing you have this experience is so exciting to me. Yeah, well, and we all can, you know, to me, right, you having that experience, were they all animals? Yeah. Okay, so how I would interpret that experience for you, not in seeing the animals, but I would say she just helped you get to another, like, we, you know, we all know that we have these brain waves and as we sleep, our, our brain goes through these different waves. Right. So I think really, she probably just, you probably felt extremely comfortable with her and you really allowed her to do the driving. So you, you know, you're almost the passenger in the car and your body was just able to relax. So more just listening rather than thinking maybe, I mean, I know you, you have the app, but I would say that she just was able to get you to a different state in the, in the brainwave activity that that just released for you um, and helped develop that third eye just through the comfort that was there because the communication is always there for us. It's always there. It's just a matter of being in the state in which you're capable of receiving it at that moment. Oh yeah. If that makes sense. No, it does. And I think it's, I mean, it's really special. And it's, it's, it's kind of exactly what I think, what I just consider my own work to be, which is I'm a mirror, like you have all the tools, I'm just a guide. And yeah, I completely see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And an amazing guide you are. I want to go back, though, to the anxiety, if you don't mind. Oh, yes. I am actually working with somebody right now who is dealing with extreme anxiety, but I'll be honest with you. My ego mind gets in the way a lot there because while I have experienced anxiety, it hasn't been to any great depth or length. So I can't speak to it with any kind of great understanding. So to get over that meditation, can you tell me about meditating how that has helped you i know you said letting go so is that when you go into a meditation is that what you think of like okay just letting go letting go or is it more an observational type of uh meditation where you're just observing the feelings without judgment yes these are these are great questions and and thank you for asking them and yeah i mean i think up until I was having straight up, I, I think I've always had anxiety, I mean, to be to be honest, but it wasn't until I was having such physical manifestations of it that I really 
realize that this was a presence in my mind. Mm -hmm. So, and, and what I say about it is that, you know, this is a really great question because I actually just finished recording a solo uh, episode for my podcast, which is basically how I naturally heal, healed my anxiety through meditation. Oh, and okay. So then we don't have to discuss that if you don't want. No, no, it's, it's not out yet. No, but I, this is great to go a little, a little deep into it, which is I, yes. So I would say that you know, meditation in and of itself, for me, I thought it was about, oh, I'm doing it wrong. I have to do it a certain way. Like, again, it's the ego, it's the anxious mind. And it's just really learning to observe your thoughts and not identify with them. You know, I, I've seen myself included, a lot of people think that their thoughts mean something or that they come from somewhere deeper or that they say something about them, but they are literally just thoughts and the less you identify with this thought I mean and I don't know if you've heard of the term snowball thinking but this is something I used to do very often and what that term means is you think one thought which is negative if we want to put a judgment on it mm -hmm. and then and then it leads to another thought and then it's another thought and then it's and then you're just snowballing in this negativity and it just it becomes an avalanche right it was just a little snowball and so what I learned to do, and this is challenging, this was, this was probably, I think one of the most challenging things for me was when that thought came was for me, the actual me, not the thought, not the anxious part of myself <laughs> to say, we're not, we're not going to think about that. No, next, no, next. And every time, and it, and it will try, it will come back into you. It will say like, let's just give an example. Um, you're not that talented of a writer, Kelly, you suck. You should just give up, like, whatever it is. And I'd be like, no, not listening to you. And then it will come back. You suck. No, no, no. You know, and you really have to just keep saying no. And when that doesn't work, you need to have something in place to deal with that. So that's where meditation comes in. Now, this can be, you know, part of a, whatever, a daily practice or just any time throughout the day. Like how you said you would say, reveal thyself. I mean, this can really be that too. When you feel it coming to a head, being like, okay, I need to, I need to sit with whatever this is because clearly it wants my attention. And I swear to God, I think resistance is probably the largest reason people continue to struggle with anxiety because right. they want to resist whatever emotion that this is bringing up. For me, this, you know, you're not a talented writer, you suck. That for me was bringing up these feelings of inadequacy and feelings of low self-esteem about myself and my abilities and shame, I think is probably the larger overarching one I really didn't want to feel. And I'm learning to just tell myself, you know, if it really gets there, set the timer three to five minutes, just feel the emotion. If it's sadness, cry. And then after that amount of time, say, okay, we've done enough with this. And you really need to find ways or things in your life that can supplement where you're not just constantly ruminating. Maybe it's calling a friend, exercising, yoga, journal. I mean, I have a whole repertoire of things that I choose from based on what I feel. Um, now, I don't get into that state too often any longer, but before I, I really learned how to manage it, it, it was, yes, it was overwhelming and all-encompassing in my life. Wow. So, all right. I, I, may, I may have some people that reach out to you. I'm, ho I'm hoping Please they do. Yeah. Email, hit me up on Instagram, whatever. I would love to talk with anyone. And okay, so uh, we have said that her name is uh, Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y-N. 
Madeira. So it's two M's. It's M and yes. then her last name. It's my middle name. Margaret is my middle name. And Kelly Madeira, just normal, was already taken. So I thought, uh, all right, we'll just put the middle initial in there. Okay, awesome. And then what's your website that they could go to? I know you said before it's under construction, right? It is because I'm redoing it. Uh, but before it was really to showcase my career as a writer, which is really what I've been doing for whatever the last six, seven years. But now, as we've discussed with Chris, I've really expanded a lot of my offerings due to, you know, life coaching, speaking. I also am a wardrobe stylist. I mean, there's so many things where it's really going to be more representative of my actual offerings that have expanded. But yes, it's under construction at the moment, but like the podcast, it will be coming very soon. And it's kellymadera.com. What are you thinking as far as your podcast release date? So the podcast release date, I mean, this is largely based on, I'm, this is exciting. So I'm doing a photo shoot next week for, wow. for some album art for it and also pictures for the website. And once I get those photos, I mean, it's on. That's, wow. that's what's happening. So, you know, I'm thinking sometime in September and if not September, then definitely by early October. Awesome. I'm excited for your success, Kelly. You definitely are an inspiration. Love your energy. As we've said, you, you really are an inspiration and there's no doubt that you're going to affect the lives of many people going forward. And hopefully some of the people here will reach out to you and cause they see the potential in you that, that I know that I've seen. Oh my gosh, so, Chris, thank you. Yeah. Thank you all of this. I'm so grateful for you. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. All right. With that, I am so grateful for ha to have you. Thank you for coming. And uh, please forgive me, too. I'm a little like I'm kind of like a fly by the seat of my pants kind of guy. You know, I just go with the flow. It's it's all good. You know, yes. <laughs> everything's going to be OK. So, yeah. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate your willingness and flexibility to work with me in that kind of format. So thank you. Oh, I'm all about this. I am improv. I am, I'm best when things, ironically, as someone, I mean, I'm a complex person, right? I have this anxiety that I sometimes manage, but then I'm also like, wait, I don't want to plan anything. I, I feel like I'm the best when it's just like all over the, yeah, I like that because I think that's more natural. And as channelers, I think that's really important to not structure every single thing that we do. Yeah. And to not have this attached expectation to, oh my gosh, it has to go this way. And if it doesn't, you know, you can get lost in that, so. No, but this was great. And I really appreciate you asking me to be here and sharing your platform. And I can't wait to have you on mine as well. We'll have to talk about that off oh. of the podcast. Absolutely, I'm totally in. Well, thank you, Kelly, so much. We will definitely talk soon and I hope you enjoy your day. Oh, thank you. Same to you, Chris. You're it's welcome. Been great. Absolutely, take care. Bye. Bye-bye.